Hello, dear friends. We are glad to welcome you on Alatra TV Middle East. And just before we start, I would like to uh, remind that uh, if you would like to share this video uh, in the uh, social networks, please use uh, two hashtags, uh, hashtag Creative Society and hashtag Alatra Unite. Also be free to write comments and questions in our YouTube chat. The most interesting ones will be asked uh, in the end of our program. And also for those who joined us uh, recently, I would like to remind that Alatra International Public Movement is, uh, has a unique uh, project that's called uh, Creative Society and people from over than 180 countries around the globe taking social surveys to ask people in what society they would like to live in, where they and their beloved ones will be happy and uh, today's uh, cast we host together with Alina. Hello, Alina. Uh, hi, Alice. Hello, everyone. Hello, dear viewers. And um, the name of our um, broadcast today is Life is a Book of Happiness. Life is a Book about Happiness. And we have an amazing guest today with us, a uh, beautiful lady, uh, an active person, an author, a blogger. Ruki Piniel from Zurich, Switzerland. Hi, Ruki. How are you? Hi, Alina. Hi, Alice. How are you, ladies? Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being with us today. And please uh, tell our viewers, how is the weather in Zurich today? It's actually warm. I, I had a little uh, bit of nice time outside by Lake Zurich. It was about 24 degrees. It's warm. It's warm today. Yeah, nice for those who are hesitating, it's not Lake Zurich in the United States. It's in Switzerland, the center yes. of Europe. Oh, yes. Lake Zurich, Switzerland. <laughs> that's amazing. The, the yeah, that's true. It's Thank very warm weather today. Yeah, great. Because I'm in Dubai right now and it's mm -hmm. very warm as well. It's actually getting too hot. So hot? the summer is up. It's about 40 degrees already. Oh, wow. That's hot, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really hot. And before we start, I would like to remind and to explain our viewers who are joining us for the first time today that uh, our daily live broadcasts are based on the theory of six handshakes. And according to this theory, each of us, uh, every human being knows every human being on this planet through six of your relationships only. And through social networks, it's even fewer. So we decided to taste this theory and to check if it's really working. So we initiated the daily live broadcasts there. We invite people from all over the world to speak about how they envision the creative and constructive society, such a society where every human being is happy. And we are happy to meet different people from different countries and we are happy to become friends of every hum human being in this world and we highly appreciate the opinion of every human being of every person because without knowing how each person envisions the creative society we cannot understand how we see this society globally how it should work how it should be this is why um, we are very happy that the theory of six handshakes 
is working because our guest from previous uh, broadcasts, Ruby from Switzerland, Montreux, introduced us to Ruki and today Ruki is with us. Uh, and um, <laughs> I would like to ask you, Ruby, can you please share with uh, our viewers um, something about your life i know that you had very long way to come from the country you've been born to switzerland and uh, you became a very active person a very uh, empowered woman and uh, i liked a lot of youtube videos with you really very much inspiring so we would like to know more about you please i'm um, the second child of a family of five kids and I pretty much grew up uh, with very strong boys. So I guess that was what formed uh, my early worldview. I saw the world as uh, a place where I needed to let my voice be heard in the midst of boys. I don't know, I believe anyone who's watching me and grew up with boys probably um, knows what I mean. You know, you just feel like you're the world one out and you have to quickly figure out how to make your presence known and how to make them, you know, take you very seriously. So I, I developed that um, strong uh, sense of expression very early on. I always wanted to be in front of people to read the news to them. Um, I always wanted to make a change. I always wanted to be um, the conflict, um, the, the one who resolves conflicts, you know? So I'm not surprised that I ended up studying law. Uh, for example, I look back on my life journey and, um, Everywhere that I've been has been uh, like a, a really needed stepping stone for where I am today. So I'm married, I'm a mother, and um, I enjoy working with people. Um, one of the foremost things I love to do the most is counseling um, and comp international conference speaking. And yeah, I, I wear different cups, I wear different hearts, but I enjoy working with people. I have a favorite saying that uh, make new friends and keep your old ones. So you see my old friend, Ruby, has introduced me to you ladies, all brand new friends and Alex and the whole crew of Elantra. So yes, I believe the whole world uh, is one. I believe in the love culture. I believe in um, taking every person seriously, no matter what you know, the social status is. And I pretty much believe this is who I am. I try to express all that, that I do by writing. Um, writing was for me um, a, a very easy way to express myself. Like I said, I, I love to express myself. And earlier on in life, I developed writing. I wrote my first book at age 15. So um, yeah, I, I, I pretty much do a lot of stuff. And I love it. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you so much. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, Rookie, as uh, the topic of our today's conversation is life is a book of happiness, could you please share what is happiness for you? Happiness, um, like I say to people, happiness um, is it's dependent, and I would like to really give this definition, it's dependent usually by the human understanding on the happenings around, you know, happenstance. Uh, but for me personally, I do believe that we can define our happiness. 
And I tell people, people see me smile, people see me laugh, and everyone thinks, oh, I've just had a very lovely ride in the park in life, and that's why I'm so full of life. But that's actually the opposite um, is the case. I've been through some really horrible experiences. Um, I've been through abuse as a child. I've been through um, a lot of stuff, you know, um, that I'm not sure we have the time to discuss right now. Um, I was a single mother for 10 years. I, I've been through some really, really challenging things in life. And I discovered uh, the innate power in every human being to decide um, the outcome of their life, uh, no matter what the situations around them or the circumstances are. So for me, happiness really is about um, getting in tune with the power, the inner power that every human being has. Most people don't know they have it, but there's this inner power to define how you want your life to be. If you want your life to be a ride in the park, it really can be that. And it has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with accomplishment. It's just a sense of I am me and I love being me, you know? So that's basically what happiness is. Um, the, the greatest love is the love of yourself. I love the way Whitney Houston put it in the song, you know, the need to, the need to love yourself is the greatest love of all. So I believe if we love ourselves um, for who we are, the strengths, the weaknesses, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly part of us, if we really come to that point of acceptance, we will be happy. Thank you very much, Ruki. You won't believe, but just before preparing the interview, we discussed with Alice that you have a very beautiful voice, and I asked her if there is a chance that we hear your voice, that they hear you singing in our live broadcast. <laughs> really? Yes. Your wishes come true. Absolutely, yes. And um, Ruki, thank you for sharing with us. And please tell me, um, what is the message of your books? What is the message to people? What what are they about? The first book is um, Race of Love. And a lot of people have asked me to write the sequel. So Race of Love is basically about what you described um, this program to be. It's about finding your happiness. So it's a story about, it's a, it's a romantic novel. And it's the story about this uh, biracial couple, um, a mixture of African India and American, um, a white male American. And um, there was a mix of a whole lot of stuff as well, status, you know, class and all of that, race, and um, how they forged or they tried to forge their way in the relationship, you know, um, with a child in, in the mix and all of that. So it, it's just basically talking about the, all of the hard um, issues, you know, of modern life, uh, but in a very relaxed and um, uh, people have told me that it, it reminds them of um, a kind of thriller, you know, but then a good one, a, a romantic thriller. And um, yeah, that's basically what Race of Love is. It's the story of a single mom, um, a lady who had to, to raise a kid on her own, so definitely has some kind of um, impact from my story. Um, yeah, that, that's, I'm not going to say the whole, so people can go buy the book, but that's rest of love. And the other one is a daily devotional. Um, the way I, um, overcame all of the difficulties I have, you know, uh, was through meditation. I'm a Christian, obviously. I know we're not talking about religion here, but, uh, the second book is basically a book of meditation and devotions. Um, 365 days of devotion is called hope now. 
I always say I like to be known as an ambassador of hope. So no matter how hopeless any situation is, I always believe that there's a way out. So that's what the second book is all about. It's a daily devotional to encourage people uh, every day. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, and Ruki, I would like to ask you, uh, what is your envision of creative society? Uh, the kind of society where everyone is happy, where you and your beloved ones are living comfortably. What do you think about it? I believe respect, you know, um, respect is very key, is very pivotal uh, to any creative society uh, that would prosper, you know, that, that's going to be prosperous, that's going to be a place where everyone um, is valued, you know, uh, there's a value for everyone, um, there's a system in place where everyone uh, has a sense of me, you know, a sense of being, well-being, and what I mean by respect is, I like to say this, um, because I, I run this um, relationship talks, you know, um, online, and what I always try to let people know is that, if you want to enjoy a relationship, you need to have a basic respect for um, individual sovereignty. This is what how I like to put it. Every human being is special. And I mean, I'm, I'm over 40 and I've met quite enough people to know that. Everyone has some uniqueness and it takes um, respect, you know, to discover that. And if you already have this um, attitude, of respect, knowing that there's always something to discover about those around you, um, you, 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 you emit, you know, you send out this energy of respect, you send out this energy of peace, you send out this energy of acceptance. And imagine if we all will live like that, you know, if everyone around the world will go out every day, wake up every day knowing that there's something to be discovered in my neighbor. There's something to be discovered with my colleagues. There's something to be discovered in the shopping mall with every person I meet. Uh, there's a uniqueness in everyone, and I need to respect that. I need to be um, I need to be very enthusiastic uh, to discover that. You know, I, I need to approach people with a sense of adventure and excitement. I believe. Um, we will have a much more creative uh, society full of love, respect, and prosperity. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's, uh, that's very deep. And here we come to the understanding of the value of a human life mm. as a center and the main value of a creative society. And um, I would like also to ask you that um, the question, you have a lot of followers, you have many viewers who follow you, also your readers. And can you please share with our audience as well, what helps you to stay happy in your everyday life? What helps me to stay happy is focus, you know. Um, I believe every human being, there will come times that challenges come, you know, um, it's just part of human life. Uh, but I, I try to stay focused on goals. So people need to have goals and vision. Uh, you need to always dream, never stop dreaming. You know, um, I believe this is always the, the connecting point between your now and your future because dreams do come true, really. 
dreams come true. I really don't have enough time to explain um, how people can actually use their dream as a ladder, you know, out of difficult situations. It doesn't matter how difficult it is, uh, depression, um, bankruptcy, and I really walk people through these really, really hard places in life uh, by helping them have a vision, you know. So I tell them, have a vision board. And that's what keeps me motivated, you know. You need to have a vision of how do you want your life to be. It might be just something simple as I want to be happy, you know. So just put that down, write it down, um, put it somewhere that's visual, that you can see, you know, as often as possible. Um, write how you intend, what does happiness mean for you? How do you intend to, to get it, you know? So you need to stay focused on your goals, on your vision. Um, I always believe that distractions come for just one thing, uh, to deplete our inner energy, you know? So when we realize that, we will know that when negativities come, uh, when things come that, that does not belong to your vision, you already know automatically this thing has come, you know, to take away my energy. Um, and then you're able to say no and, and um, be focused, you know, on your vision. So basically, for me, it's um, it's vision, the power of goals and vision. I didn't always know this, um, but I discovered that years ago. And since then, um, it's been very hard or very difficult for me to stay blue, you know, or stay upset or stay sad uh, for more than a moment, you know. And I quickly get myself back, like, hey, you have... You're, you're going somewhere, you have a vision, you have objectives, you know, and um, yeah, and then good energy, surround yourself with, um, because we're talking about creative society, not everybody is on an advanced um, level of positivity, positive energy, as we are, so we need to be conscious of that when people come into the sphere of, you know, your influence, and, and they're not really on that positive energy yet, um, don't begrudge them, uh, don't be upset with them. Just simply, respectfully, you know, remove yourself from that energy, negative energy, because it has the ability to, you know, dissipate your personal energy. And most people don't even know that what they reflect is not even their own negative energy. It's that of their environment or their, or their, their influences. So I'm very conscious of things like this. And that's what has helped me personally or keeps helping me uh, to stay motivated and happy on a daily basis very inspiring really <laughs> and it's <laughs> kind you. of we always say like stop evil on yourself yes don't <laughs> don't let your negative emotions uh, don't let your bad mood go further yes overrule you yes yes it's great thank you you're welcome uh, thank you, Rookie. As and as we can see, the cooperation with people is extremely important. Maybe you can share uh, some of uh, examples from your life experience of this positive cooperation with other people. Maybe it can be example of uh, teamwork in some project or something. Absolutely. I, I believe I believe cooperation is the key, you know, cooperation, collaboration, whatever you want to call it, teamwork. Um, you know, you, you can only do so much as a person. Um, there are talents, there are there are um, abilities line follow, you know, usually around us. And it takes humility, you know, to connect. Uh, with those positive energy. One of the things that I've recently been excited about is the power of women working together. 
And we all know that it's something that's much um, like a treasure. When you find, when you do find a group of women who work together, you know, uh, then it's very powerful. I, I belong to a couple of um, ladies networks um, that's very functional, uh, very collaborative, very supportive. And um, this is just a couple of years into my journey, but it's, it's been very powerful. And I have a team around me personally um, in my organization, in all I do. Um, and I lean a lot on their strength. You know, I lean on their strength. I focus on what I can do and delegate as much as I can, you know, with uh, these wonderful men and women who uh, holds up the dream and the vision. So the power of collaboration cannot never be overemphasized. It's very, very necessary. Um, every great nation we know, every great organization um, is dependent on their people, you know? So yeah, it's a very powerful force to, to cooperate. So I would say to anyone who wants to be uh, significant, significant in life or achieve anything uh, to seek a network, you know? of uh, people who are like-minded and who would be supportive, you know, of their dreams and vision. It makes the job easier and it makes the journey faster. Exactly. And uh, now we also see how powerful it is um, on the example of the Project Creative Society, because the more uh, people learn about it, the more people join the project the more it's getting bigger and bigger and um, right. it goes like all over the world already. Well, it started uh, only with uh, the um, good actions of few people only. So wow. that's also the great example. And uh, thank you so much. Well done. Coming, well back done, to the, <laughs> coming back to the creative society, how do you envision the educational system and the healthcare system of the creative society? I will, I will talk about the healthcare, obviously, first, because I believe everything lies and fall on health. I would like an affordable healthcare for everyone, you know. I would like, um, and then we can talk about the education as well. I, I would like the people are educated about the values of health, you know, good health, um, starting with the very holistic, you know, movements and um, very basic things like eating, you know, healthy, um, eating plant-based. I mean, we're not, I'm not peddling any particular kind of uh, feeding system, but we all know um, from, from the form of education, from the point of education, that eating healthy um, would probably save you 50 to 70% of health costs in the first place. So I, I, I believe that the first um, line of action for a good health system that I envision, you know, in a creative society will be educating people um, on a daily basis at the grassroots level, how to stay healthy by eating healthy. We really are what we eat. I know that personally for me in the last one and a half years or so that I've been very um, careful, you know, about what I do eat and I see the difference, you know, in my health. That's the first thing. Then the second thing is that um, there's a health system, you know, in place where everyone has access to it. I think that's just part of the, what we talked about earlier, co cooperation and um, a, a functional society full of love, you know, and um, respect for, for people. Education also, I would say the same. I think I'm just, I'm just, um, I'm just a stickler for equality, you know. I like, I like a fair society. 
So I, I don't like the kind of educational systems um, that's biased, you know? Um, and we're not talking about particular geopolitical zones and all of that, but we all do know systems where this is the norm, you know? Um, where people only have access to certain kinds of education based on the kind of income their parents have or the kind of race their parents have and all of that. So for me, a working um, creative society would be one where the educational system is fully funded for every citizen with no uh, prejudice involved and everyone has equal access to it. Um, the funding, of course, is another thing. We'll talk about that if necessary, but I really believe in uh, the, the principle of fairness. I, I think that already takes care of all of the negativity uh, that we see around the world. When people are, are treated fairly, when people have equal access to everything, you know, um, yes. Thank you very much. I totally agree that education and healthcare should be affordable and worldwide affordable, not for some countries and that's it. Yes. Yes. And uh, like our next question will be is about um, social assistance and work conditions. So if we have a perfect uh, education system and perfect healthcare system, then what should be the conditions for people to work in and to uh, grow potentially? I think it's basically also, uh, I like the transformational um, leadership or transformational organizational systems. I've been um, studying that for a few years now. I actually did a project on that. I believe the world is very slowly, we do know some organizations that are leaning towards transformational you know, um, system. I believe if, uh, uh, if an organization, if, um, if a society um, is transformational, that means that people are not considered to be numbers. People are not considered basically for what they can um, produce. Of course, we're not saying that's not um, important. I'm saying as the as the means to an end, if the well-being, you know, the social well-being, because you talk about social uh, justice now, the social if the social well-being, um, because we can see that in countries where the social well-being of the citizens is top key, uh, the productivity is also high. You know, the morale is high. In the few organizations that um, adopt the transformational leadership system or transformational organizational system, you notice that the productivity of the, of the employees is very high. So I think it's just, um, it's just a very wise move for um, a creative society to have a transformational system uh, where I have nothing against capitalism. I believe in capitalism that works, you know, but capitalism based on a foundation of transformational um, system, which means that the people um, are key, you know, what the people are going through, the social welfare of the people is very important, you know, uh, to the, to the uh, stakeholders, um, their, their point of view is very important, their voice, they do have a voice, you know, um, is very important. I believe all of this will um, be transformational uh, for the social well-being of people. And um, for those who are not able to produce as much as certain kind of people, um, there's, there's a motivational push, you know, there's a force that, that, that 
automatically lets people know that, hey, I'm important to the system. Because I think what causes um, demoralization is when people feel used and oppressed, you know, and abused by a system. So uh, uh, for me, an ideal social um, system would be one that's based on a transformational, you know, uh, system that you're very focused on the well-being of the people. You're very focused on the um, the performance is because what we have right now is performance based, you know, it's transactional. You do this, we do that, we do this, we do that. And then they pitch people against each other. There's a lot of competition and all of that. It's very unhealthy environment, but a transformational system would be a very ideal social welfare system, in my opinion. This is um, my take on this. Thank you so much. Very, 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 very important understandings. And um, again, uh, to continue our conversation about a creative society, uh, we would like to share with our viewers uh, pictures uh, about the pillars of the creative society. And we say that the creative society stands on eight pillars. And mm -hmm. those are eight foundations of the creative society. Uh, a human is a fundamental unit of society and humanity mm. is one big family. And mm. those eight foundation, foundations are human life, human freedom, human safety, transparency and openness of information for all, the creative ideology, development of personality, justice and equality, and self-governing society. Mm. And um, I would like to ask a question. What is a human freedom to you? What, what, how do you understand it? I, also, I understand human freedom um, to mean free to express myself at the very core of who I am without fear of prejudice, um, or, or, or um, any kind of discrimination or prejudgment, you know, my ability to be who I am um, openly without uh, fear of being judged or, or punishment. Um, of course, with, with the understanding that, um, like we say, you know, in law, that my, my freedom actually ends where the freedom of the other person begins. So I, that means I respect the other people as well, uh, but then I'm free to express to be myself at the very core, you know, uh, the hidden part of me, I'm able to express myself uh, without fear of being judged. I, I, for me, this is freedom. This is true freedom. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're and welcome. before we pass to another question, I also wanted to ask you one more question. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so you mentioned also about your life and um, the situations and you became also the victim of um, a violence and yeah. we live in the 21st century and still we live in this society that there is a lot of violence we see domestic violence family violence we see violence in different kind of groups of people at the level of countries and world world level as well mm -hmm. and uh, this is a very painful topic for our society true sure. So uh, basically, uh, there is a huge pro project on the Alatra International Public Movement, mm -hmm. which is called No to Violence in the Family and the Society. And uh, we would like to ask you a question. 
what do you think? What are the first steps to be taken for our society, for each of us, to decrease the level of violence in our life, in our society? I think I think the work has to start with people, um, like you said, freedom to be to express themselves. There's a lot of um, pretense. There's a lot of um, hiding, you know, behind fences. Uh, people have learned to put up walls and, and just show the world um, another thing. So people go into relationships uh, without knowing the full deal, you know, that they're going into. And um, of course, for all you know, you could be married to a serial killer. You could be married to someone who has a, a broken past, you know, has problems from the past and all of that. I believe that we should remove the um, stigmatization from mental health you know, so that people are able to express their self at the very core of who they are, if they are broken. A man, for example, who was um, a victim of abuse as a child, sexual abuse, for example, should be um, free to express that, you know, to a trusted person uh, without fear of being judged or, or being disbelieved, for example, uh, because these are usually the, the things, you know, that makes people become violent in future when they've had abuses in their childhood. Uh, of course, maybe they have mental health issues and all of that. Um, so society has to change its um, approach towards mental health, you know, that I, I really believe that's at the very basic of it. And then the, the family system, you know, has to operate in what I call this um, mode of transparency, believing that everyone um, is, sovereign everyone has a right of being you know we are human beings b-e-i-n-g that means we are becoming every day and so we shouldn't try to put people in a box that that brings a lot of pressure on people from societal uh, pressure you know to family pressure and all of that all of these things contribute to um, abuse and all of that so there must be basic respect um, for people you know even in families, because families tend to be familiar with people and they don't take you seriously uh, when you complain or you try to talk about, you know, for example, if someone is abusing a young child and they're trying to voice it out and the family doesn't believe, you know, we have to give people an, a chance, you know, to express themselves, uh, to say the truth and we follow up on the things that we hear, you know, from our loved ones. We need to keep our eyes open and our ears open uh, to to be a help to someone that might really really need our help um, in the case of violence, domestic violence especially. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you very much. And as we are talking today about the creative society, the happy society, uh, one of the first steps to build it is information, informing others. Uh, Roki, how do you think, what is the best way to inform other people about such projects and such activities? I believe the social media is very powerful these days. Word of mouth is powerful. Um, either word of mouth by social media, email, um, the internet is very powerful. It's incredible uh, what's been achieved, you know, in our times with the internet. So I believe word of mouth um, is very powerful. Uh, publicity is very powerful. Social media, um, in my opinion, you know, and uh, people chain, you know, one person tells two persons, two persons tell three persons, and it just goes on and on and on like that. I believe a mighty big movement will come out of this. Great. 
Thank you so much, Rookie. And we also would like to ask you what unites all people on Earth, despite their nationalities, religions, and uh, races. What unites all of us? What unites all of us? The air we breathe. <laughs> I think so. The oxygen, um, the blood running through our veins basically is all the same no matter what your skin color is no matter how much money you have no matter how much education you have or don't have uh at the end of the day we're basically all human beings you know uh we breathe the same oxygen we we have the same uh basically biological system um I, and i believe on the on the um psychological level love is a very powerful force you know Love is very uniting, is very empowering, is very motivational. Um, if we all will have that in mind that, hey, we all breathe the same air and um, we should love each other, I believe we'll have a more united world. Thank you. Very You're beautiful. Welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> thank, thank you very much. You're welcome, Alicia. And also, uh, we saw on your Facebook an article which is called Be Grateful No Matter What. Mm. And it's a very beautiful name of the article. And can you please tell us what is gratitude to you? Gratitude to me is to, is to have life, is to be able to breathe. Um, just the very basic things. I think the problem with us starts, and I've been there, starts when we begin to um, look at the things we don't have. So gratitude is being mindful of what you do have and being thankful for it, you know. At the very basic level, if you have good health, if you're able to breathe, if you're able to Uh, see by yourself the things, little things that we take for granted. If you have hands, you know, um, the other day we had to do eye surgery for my brother. It was thousands of dollars. And I'm thinking, oh, wow, uh, someone needed uh, an arm and it, one arm would cost, um, and that's even the prosthetic, it would cost 90,000 pounds. And I'm like, wow, I am grateful. So I, I believe the very basic things, being mindful of the basic necessities, Um, is is what being grateful is, you know. It's an intentional thing to do on a daily basis. Rather than focus on what we don't have, we should be thankful for what we do have. Ricky, thank you so much. Thank you for all your understandings, for all the answers we gave today to us, to our audience, to our viewers. It was really amazing and I enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Alina. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. And I love what you ladies are doing. I love what the whole movement is doing. Well done. Kudos to you. <laughs> This Thank is great. You. Well done. Well done. And um, just uh, before we finish, we would like to ask you, what would you wish to our viewers? What would you wish to our audience, please? I wish that you discover your true self and I wish that you stay true to your true self and I wish that all your dreams come true in life. This is my wish, that you have love, joy and a lot of positive friends and, and, and influences around you. 
Thank you. You're welcome. Great wish. You're welcome, Alina. Just before we finish, we also would like to explain to our viewers and uh, to people who joined us for the first time how everyone can uh, join uh, the Project Creative Society. It's very easy. Actually, you simply go to the web page alatreunites.com and there you see a red button join. So you press it, you choose the language you speak, uh, and also you answer a question how you would like to participate. You leave your contacts for the volunteers of the movement and um, they will contact you to, 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 to discuss how you, you would like to participate. So nowadays we, the project is huge, it's global. Um, we run um, daily live broadcasts, live conversations uh, worldwide. Also there is a lateral radio there people can discuss the same topic, the topic of the creative society. And also there is a, a, another way to participate is to send us a letter, an email with your understandings in the way of essay, how you envision creative and constructive society. So there, is a, there are a lot of opportunities to share your vision of a creative society with us. And uh, we really invite everyone to join us on it. Cool. Um, thank you. And if you or your friends would like to take a participant in such live conversation, please send us an email to uae at alatraunites.com. And uh, if you would like to join the uh, projects at Alatra Radio, you also can send your uh, ideas or just you're willing to an email info at alatraunites.com. And if you would like to share our videos in social networks, please use two hashtags, hashtag Creative Society and hashtag Alatra Unites. And uh, also you may leave your comments and join the Six Handshakes Initiative. Um, thank you very much. Thank you, Alice. And just before we finish, the last question to ask you, Ruki, and also to ask our viewers, would you love to live in a creative society? Of course, yes. I absolutely would love that. That's and a you, dream. dear viewers, please, in the comments, you can put your answers and we would like to see what you think about the creative society. Thank you, everyone. It was a very interesting conversation. Thank you, Ruki, for being with us tonight. It's a beautiful evening we've spent together. Yes, Thank you, Alice, for your, for your help. I really loved it. Thank you for having me. Thank you, ladies. I really enjoyed this conversation. And thank you, our dear viewers. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great evening, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.